The Leave Your Legacy podcast is supported by Wise Financial. Wise Financial is a Northwestern Mutual private client group member. For over 20 years, Wise Financial has dedicated its efforts to designing comprehensive wealth management strategies for business owners and many accomplished athletes. Through their efforts, Wise Financial has been recognized as an industry-leading firm. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hello and welcome to the Leave Your Legacy podcast. I'm your host, Kenya Murray. And today, special solo episode. I would say special because this one, I'm going to brag a little bit. Um, most people know proud father of four and obviously two of our kids have garnered a little bit more notoriety than, than the other two. And, and that being Chris and Keegan. And, you know, one of the things I talk to athletes about and coaches is what does it mean to be great? And then what does it take to be great? So then it's, what does it take to sustain greatness? And I think in this new world of youth sports, there's a lot of people, whether it be coaches, parents, or athletes, that say they want to be great. And I don't feel that a lot of them understand what it takes to be great. And so there's a quote that I like to read. It's by Lewis Howes. It says, greatness is living life outside of your comfort zone. And so whatever you do, whether you're an athlete, a teacher, a CEO, if you're in your comfort zone, you are never going to achieve the levels that you want to or that you can. So each and every one of us has potential, but how do we tap into that potential? And I really looked at the journey that Chris and Keegan have had. Four years ago, this time, they had just been offered a scholarship to the University of Iowa. But let's go back. As freshmen, they were five foot eleven, playing JV basketball at Cedar Rapids Prairie High School. Sophomore year, they're six foot, playing varsity. Keegan started, Chris came off the bench. But still, you know, they had a pretty good skill level. But when you look at, okay, are these two kids going to be Division I athletes? Probably not. You get to their junior year, they're six four-ish, almost six five. And even then, I was at a point where I thought maybe the highest level they were going to be able to play at was Division Two, just because things hadn't gone the way that I guess I thought they should as their AAU coach and their high school coach and their father. I'm like, okay, you know, I've been training these kids to be Division One athletes. Maybe it's not going to happen. And I was doing all these different things as a parent. You know, I created a website for them. I did all these things. But little did I know that we were creating habits for them to tap into their potential. And from my standpoint, watching them play at the college level become great. And so one of the things you have to be willing to do when it comes to greatness is you have to want to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice something. And one of the things that as I look back on it that we sacrifice, not just as them individually, but us as a family. We sacrifice vacations, right? So growing up, Chris and Keegan played travel baseball, travel basketball. Those were two big things they did. And they always wonder, like, why don't we go on family trips? Where we're like, hey, during the fall and winter, we're always traveling to tournaments. That's hotels, that's travel fees, that's shoes, that's food, all those things. 
we get into the spring and summer, we're playing travel baseball, travel basketball. So the resources and things that we put into their athletics took away from some of the things that we did as a family when you talk about actual and true vacations. That's just one small thing. When you want to become great, you sacrifice friendships at times. And not saying that those people aren't your friends, but to be able to focus on what your goal is, you're going to have to sometimes tell people no. So Chris and Keegan have never been kids that hung out or or wanted to party or would pass up an opportunity to work out and be in the gym or on the baseball field if it meant going and hanging out with friends. Like they would much rather be in the process of getting better in their sport as opposed to going and hanging out. One of the other sacrifices is family. We talk about vacations, but when you think about the youth travel experience, you travel in the winter, you've got holidays. You travel in the spring and summer, you have holidays. Sometimes there are basketball or baseball tournaments during a time where there's a holiday and there's family get-togethers. And you choose the sport over the family event because your goal is to become great in that sport. And so those are just some of the sacrifices that you have to give up, let alone talking about the other things. You know, we, we joke about it in college. Like everybody's like, Oh, it's so great to be a a college athlete. Well, not really, because if you think about being a college athlete, you actually, your time is, is dictated to you where you go is dictated to you. When you're in school, it's dictated to you. You can't go on the family vacations home or, or the holiday vacations home. You can't, wake up and go to a class at 10 a.m. Like you have to go to early classes. Those are those kind of things that being an athlete is not, it's not great. Um, So there's, there's positives and negatives to that. And so as I move on to the second key to greatness, I want to talk about what it means to stand out. Okay. We see whether it's social media, TV commercials, things like that. We we see athletes and, and famous people like that. It's a glamorous thing. But standing out, especially in this day and age of social media, can be a negative because you're attacked. You're attacked for being different. Um, if you play, you know, you see it all the time with opposing fans, like they'll rip into a player. He may be a first team all NBA player or all star and someone from another fan base is going to find something to tear that person down. So you have to be willing to stand out. And I think it's harder now uh, in this age of comparison. When I talk to teens, it's really about how they need to focus on them and not worry about everything else out there. From the time they wake up in the morning to the time they go to bed, if they're on their phone and scrolling through social media, they are living in a world of comparison continual comparison of who they are, what they do, how successful they are to everybody else out there. And remember, social media really glamorizes all the good stuff, right? You see the best, or I guess what's perceived as the best version of the the person that you're scrolling and looking at on social media. That's not the case. So when I say you have to be willing to stand out, you have to be willing to take scrutiny. So interesting story about standing out. So Keegan was invited to play for the rookie all-star team. He wanted to do that and then fly back to Des Moines to watch his sister play in her state playoff game. And then 
on Sunday, go over to Northwestern and watch Chris play. So leading up to that, Chris and Keegan had talked about, hey, I'm going to be at the game. You know, they're probably going to be chanting this, that, and the other thing about you and me. And so we get there and they start chanting, Keegan's better. And my wife gave them a little bit of, uh, I would say, uh, motivation to stop saying that as she approached the student section. Um, but, you know, help for a little bit, but then obviously get back in it. The game is the game's going on. And so, you know, for Chris, he understood that, you know, this was going to happen. And one of the things we talked about was like, listen, people only say things and chant things to try and get under your skin because they're afraid of what you can do. They knew that you're the best player on the team. They knew that, you know, 20 points a game. And I guarantee you, they would love to have you on their team, but obviously you're the opposition. So, you know, going to into the game, he understood that that was going to happen, but that's just an acceptance of being the player that he is and what comes with that. There's a huge responsibility. He was always top of everyone's scouting report. And so that's just one way that, you know, standing out can, can turn into a positive and it can be a negative, especially if you let it get under your skin. But standing out means a lot of different things, especially when you talk about like youth sports and high school. Um, and you can stand out in anything, whether you're, show choir or band or your straight A student, um, those kind of things, you know, probably by the majority are looked down upon or look, you know, nerdy or whatever you want to say. I actually played viola for seven years. Nobody knows that, but you know, that was one of those things that people kind of looked at me and, and at times I got some really weird comments about, well, you're a basketball player and you play the viola. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm diverse, I guess. So anyway, so being willing to stand out is, is something that you have to accept when you're striving for greatness. And then the last and probably the most important thing is the process. So you have to love the process because as an athlete, you spend more time in the weight room, training room, basketball court or whatever, you know, whatever sport you play, putting time in to be great for an event because you spend more time in those areas than you do actually playing the game. So early on, right around when Chris and Keegan decided that they wanted to focus on basketball, it was like seventh, eighth grade. And so I said, okay, if you're going to focus on basketball and we go train, all I want is 45 minutes. I go, we're going to go through this routine. We're going to work on the things that we need to work on to make sure that you're able to execute on the basketball floor. And then after that 45 minutes, you're open to do whatever we usually be in the gym for about two hours because after we went through our routine, which was start with a ball handling drill, we go into footwork, we go into layup finishes in the paint. We'd go mid range shots. We go off the dribble shots. We go three point shots. And usually that would be about 45 to 50 minutes. And then they would go on and it typically turn into one-on-one or some other kind of shooting competition. But fast forward to DME where in six and a half months, they never missed a workout. So they had morning workouts or practice, afternoon workouts, and they had skill sessions at night. So for six and a half months, Chris and Keegan never missed a workout unless they were traveling, like when they came back to Iowa for their official visit. That's dedication. That's commitment to the process. And then you fast forward again to the University of Iowa, and they had just hired a new coach. He was the new development coordinator for Iowa basketball. And he was leaving the gym one night and he heard the ball bouncing. You know, it's like nine o'clock at night. Carver lights are on. He goes down. He sees one of my boys 
drilling on a baseline, going through the ball handling workout that we started when they were in seventh and eighth grade. He sees another one running up and down the Carver Hawkeye stairs, working on the condition. Because we would typically end our sessions with 17s or down and backs. Uh, we'd shoot free throws for suicides and things like that. So conditioning was always a part of the workout too. So then he saw them going through this and then they would switch. And then the other one would go. And then he saw them go through the same progression of layup finishes, mid-range, off the dribble, three-point shots. The same routine that got them from Prairie to DME, from DME to Iowa, and then Iowa to the NBA. So you have to love the process. Even on days where you don't feel the best, your body's aching, maybe you got a little cold, but you know that you got to get that work in. And that's one of the things that I think is probably the hardest thing to really establish with anyone that wants to be great. So if you're a CEO, are you putting in time to become a better leader, to understand your industry in a way that's going to allow your company to be better? Are you working on how do I uplift the people that rely on me? How am I pouring into the people around me? That's a process. You know, if you are a, I would say a sales rep, are you putting in the time? Are you learning products? Are you learning competition? Are you learning the things and going through the process, going through the process so when you get out in the field and you're meeting with a client or a potential customer, you're well prepared to be able to go into any meeting, establish yourself and what you bring to the table. And maybe not in a way that degrades your competition, but you're able to point out the things that allow you and your products and your company to stand out. It's all a process. And so those are my three keys to greatness. They may not be for everybody, but I think in everything that I've seen and all the players I've coached and the people I've been around in the sales industry, these are the things that help set you apart. And I know that if you're able to understand, conceptualize, and then put these three things into work, you're going to be a better version of yourself because of them. So remember, greatness is a journey. Greatness is a process. And if you commit to it, greatness can be yours. So I want to thank Wise Financial, Storyline Multimedia, and you, the fans, for tuning into the show and making this happen. Remember, you can find this podcast and all of our other podcasts on the YouTube page, the Talk About Network. Subscribe, give us a like, hit that notification button so you know when a new episode drops. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio platform, Spreaker. I'm your host, Kenya Murray. Remember, let's keep connecting. This podcast is sponsored by Storyline Multimedia. Storyline is an Iowa City-based media company that specializes in creating high-quality video, photo, and audio productions for local businesses. Not only that, but they also produce a number of podcasts, including this one. So if you're interested in sharing the story of your business with the world, Contact them today by visiting storylinemultimedia.com. And remember, your story matters.